0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there, and welcome to this episode number 389 of the Material Podcast. I'm Andy Anotko, and I'm starting to regret having eaten like even half of a thick chocolate fudge brownie right before recording. I would like to think that if I were a higher life form, I would make a better choice than that. I would delay it until after the show, but hey... I am who I am. It is what I, what it is. Uh, And what I am is everything you got this week uh, for the show because Flo is off on vacation this week. Thank goodness. (laughs) A very well-deserved vacation. Uh, As a regular listener of the show can attest, she has had not a fun past few months. She has uh, had to take uh, the occasional week off because she was sick for one reason or another and so i'm very i was very very glad when she told me that she was uh, traveling a little bit this week and just having having uh, having some fun um she's off to a destination that i found um very interesting when she told me she was going it was definitely a choice uh, but I will let her explain when she's back next week and she will be back next week. Just join me in being relieved that she is hopefully off enjoying herself instead of hosting another game of Stratego between her white blood cells and whatever it is that's going around her daughter's school this week. Uh, it is kind of hard to get my head around the idea of traveling for pleasure though. Uh, travel still feels different uh, even in 2022, even whole more than a year after the, after the lockdown, um, Travel, as you might guess, used to be a very, very, very big part of my job. There was – maybe there would be a couple of months in the year where I would have to travel to San Francisco or Chicago or somewhere either to give a talk or to attend a meeting or uh, some sort of a conference. But, uh, yeah, uh, COVID shook loose everything that did not need travel anymore. And there was also some adjustment on my end of deciding that, yeah, you know what, I don't really need to spend – $1,300 $1,300 to spend like three days in San Francisco, essentially watching something that I could have watched at home on a live stream. So yeah, I, <laughs> it takes, it would take a lot to get me to San Francisco these days. And also yeah, travel just, just hits different for some reason. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, it's not as though like I'm becoming a recluse or anything like that. I, I leave the house. <laughs> I'm I'm traveling via commuter rail. I'm traveling via train to like nearby cities. That's fine. I'm enjoying the outdoors or the big room as the where the giant day ball is. But I just can't get up the interest in anything that involves like dedicating a whole like half a day just to the logistics of travel. So let, let's let's see if that sticks around. It again, it does. It does help that. Uh, it, it does help that, uh, the usual lures of travel, which is, Hey, here is a check that we will give you <laughs> plus a couple of nights in a hotel and airfare for giving an hour long talk to our conference. That, that, that helps me get out of the house that, that, that makes up for a lot of the falderall of travel. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Um, I mean, I, I'm just not eager to resume that part of my life I I, and I used to have a go bag seriously like I have a a pelican case that um, years ago when airlines really became super grinchy about uh, about uh, paying for uh, paying for uh, uh, check baggage um, I made I made the I made the decision that okay I'm gonna go cold turkey I am never gonna check another bag as long as I live because it went from like being free with certain tickets to like I never have enough miles to get free bags but also like from like twenty dollars to like yeah, a, a stupid amount of money for a bag that is just a little bit too big to fit in the overhead. So I said, I'm going to go cold turkey. Whatever it is, I have to give up in order to just travel with carry-on bags. I'm going to do it. And knowing how easy it is with a soft-sided bag to overstuff it, particularly on the way back, because I tend to acquire books and sweatshirts and things. <laughs> so suddenly, you can't. It's like coming back from college for your 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 first semester. Like you're, it's gonna be an extra ten pounds. It's gonna be a couple inches thicker than it, than it used to be. So I actually got this Pelican bag. You might have heard of Pelican cases. Those are those black hard-sided. Uh, like, gasketed, really, really well-made rolling bags that are really designed to have, like, foam inserts in them and carry camera equipment and stuff like that. They made, for a time, one that was actually fitted out like a piece of luggage. So it was an actual Pelican bag, but... It was sort of like upholstered. It was lined with fabric on the inside and had a couple of little amenities for getting your toiletries and stuff like that Stuff there. So I got that for for reason number one being that I can't overstuff it. So if it fits in the overhead bag going out, it's going to fit in the overhead uh, rack coming back in. And also, again, because airline travel does did not suck half as much like 10 or was it 15 years ago that I bought this bag, but it still sucked like with the stampede of people like stuffing things into the overhead things that they could have under their seats but no they like they like to stretch out and have their leg room so if you're not if you didn't pay extra to be in group 1 2 or 3 if you're in the riffraff boarding section which I where I am what do you do if you have uh, like something really fragile that's uh, or expensive inside of what you thought was going to be like traveling with you in the cabin but you have to check it so it it, it made me feel good knowing that there'd be a hard-sided bag that maybe it could maybe it would get it would get opened up and stolen from, uh, b- along the way by baggage handlers or inspectors or whatever. But at least it wouldn't get like you know crushed that that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and that would also that would always have like a, a bag of cables, basically some a, a second copy of a lot of the stuff that I used to travel with. And so, but yeah, it, like after like the first six months of lockdown, I just needed I emptied it out because I needed a place to put like. Actual camera gear, and I'm, I'm not talking about like foam inserts. I'm talking about oh, I just did be this would be a nice central place to put like all the lenses and camera bodies and stuff like that because a, it's a central location for it. And also, God forbid, there's a fa- there's a fire. Great, I can grab that and maybe make a make a show of trying to g- leave the house with it. Uh, but yeah, so now it's weighs seventy pounds. It is very much a stay bag. It is uh, the wheels are a grim joke, a grotesque satire. Uh, on the concept of hauling what is now again, 70 to 80 pounds of delicate class and sensitive mechanisms up or down the stairs to my building, but it still looks nice. It still has my stickers on it. So it's, it's still familiar. It's a, again, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to, I'm curious to see how all of you will react when you find out where, where Flo decided to spend her vacation. Again, her vacation, not traveling. Uh, I, I don't think I'm telling tales uh, when I say that. Uh, she's actually traveling alone. She's getting a vacation from, uh, f- from again, childcare and everything like that. So it's, she really deserves a few days to recharge and, and God bless her family. They're giving her that those few days to do it. Um, but again, it was, it was an odd choice, not something that I would have predicted if I listed 30 cities that one, <laughs> someone who lives in the, in the Bay area might, uh, might travel to for a few days vacation. I would not have guessed that that was fine. Uh, but, and see, but that's getting this back to to Google and and search. search engines in Google they're insidious for things like travel because they put so much information and so many opinions front and center, so easy to access that we can now talk ourselves into pretty much any destination. We can find something that we would be looking forward to go to something that would make this place really, really attractive to go to. Like, again, I, I, I love Boston. Boston is, I think is one of the world's greatest cities, even though I, it has nothing to do with the fact that I grew up just outside of Boston. I do think it's great. I would, I'm not sure that again, if you had, if you were to spend $1,500 on your one week's vacation to go anywhere in the country that should be your top choice, but you. But if you did a Google search for Boston, you would convince yourself. Oh my God, I love it! I can go. I, I, Boston Public Library looks amazing, and oh my God, the Green Monster the, 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 at Fenway Park, and you, you could see, see all these things you'd love to go and see. Oh, you mean the Massachusetts Institute of Technology has a flea market every month? Oh my God! Why, can't we, kids, kids, we're not going to Disney World. We're we're going to a four story parking garage in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Hooray! Uh, so, t- to test this out, though. I remembered that. It was on Reddit uh, recently, and some, there was like one of those uh, uh, infographic charts. Uh, I found it. The, the the 50 deadliest and safest travel destinations in the world. Somebody I didn't write – I haven't written down like where it came from, but someone made a calculation, like a, a score, a letter grade, a numerical score, uh, evaluating countries that are most visited by tourists, factoring in – like it's, it's actually a table with individual categories for – the number of homicide deaths per hundred thousand, road traffic deaths, poisonings, <laughs> accidental and otherwise death by poor hygiene conditions, life years lost by disease and accidents, natural disaster risk, uh, and at the very very bottom of this list, or at the, the top of the worst, according to this metric, which we will get into later on, is South Africa. It's like letter grade of F all the way across the board. One lone C plus for natural disasters. So it's not the worst thing to you. you earthquakes probably not tsunamis probably not but all everything else no f. -f 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 -f. um so i so i did a a google search after after of course turning on my vpn and (laughs) and making sure that this would not be tracked so i wouldn't start getting like all kinds of like tourism like airline offers Uh, so i did a, a search for things for tourists to do and see in South Africa to see let's say that I was considering it as a place to go on vacation this place that this one post on Reddit said that is one of the most dangerous places for tourists to go uh, so here's TripAdvisor uh, has the 15 best things to see and do in South Africa with lots of pictures of like scenic drives and hiking trails uh, Kruger National Park which is one of the largest uh, game preserves in Africa so if you want to see like uh, all, all kinds of animals without bars in front of them, this is a good, a good place to go. The Apartheid Museum, which I think you would probably have to go to in South in South Africa. Uh, there you can take a a, a, a tour a, 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 to a Cape Point or Boulder Beach on Cape Point. It's a penguin tour. So if you want to see penguins, again, gambling and romping and playing just as naturally and free as the squirrels in the public garden in Boston. And if you do come to Boston for your one-week vacation, definitely get see the, the squirrels. I'm, I'm, I'm not dissing the penguins. I'm sure the penguins are great. Boulder Beach, I'm sure is a great place for them to hang out. I haven't seen them. I can't judge though. I'm just saying that they, the squirrels the public are and they have these flicky fluffy tails and they've gone from like milk bottle physiques to like cantaloupe physiques because it's December and they're eating up. So they're like twice as adorable. Anyway, uh worldnomads.com uh, wants me to know that uh, South Africa is a lot less less expensive than I might think. And don't let Johannesburg's dangerous reputation deter me uh, because there's a thriving art and design scene and unmissable historical sites that will easily merit spending two or three days there. Atlas Obscura, which is, of course, your go-to place for put a put a dart any place on the world it will show you something cool that you hadn't heard of and weren't aware of but like oh my god we're def- we're taking a we're taking an eight hour detour to go visit this thing uh so johannesburg has africa's largest continental Af- the continent of africa's largest shop of used and rare books with over a million books uh sudwala, sudwala caves which is earth's largest known cave system did not know that the largest maze in the southern he- hemisphere is in sun city Again, if you grew up in the 80s, you know that there were a lot of rock and roll musicians who had a very, very angry music videos about playing Sun City. They didn't say anything about playing in Sun City. So I assume that, uh, I assumed that uh, the surviving members of Oingo Boingo will give you a pass if you decide to go to the, the hedge maze in Sun City. But but the, th- and the, the thing that really caught my attention were uh, these – you'd have to you'd have to be me and a fan of the things that I'm a fan of these two cooling towers like the I- iconic like power station cooling towers you've seen like all over the world these two cooling towers next to each other painted with all of these beautiful like multicolored paintings from the from the bottom to the top uh the that's the cooling towers at the Orlando Power Station Soweto. uh and uh, they, there's a there's like a sort of a rope ladder that connects the two towers uh, and you can bungee jump like into the towers and like between the two towers. This is significant to me because uh, on the season seven of The Amazing Race, this was a fast forward where uh, actually I, I uh, I don't. I don't know if like the if the rope bridge connecting the two towers is a permanent feature, but they installed a rope bridge, a really shaky rope bridge, way way the hell up in the sky, on top of these <laughs> like power plant cooling towers. And to get your fast forward, meaning to uh, you you to uh, skip every single challenge in in that entire leg and go right to the finish line, uh, you had to be the first to like complete this really really sketchy stunt. And so as soon as I saw that, like, oh my God, yeah, see, I, I, this, this stopped being, it stopped being sort of an experiment and started being that, you know, I have no reason to be in South Africa. I don't expect I will have any reason to be in South Africa. And, with all the testimony I've given you earlier in the show, if I had an opportunity to go to South Africa, I would probably find a way to talk myself out of it unless there was a big honking paycheck and for ahead of it. However, if I did have that opportunity, there is no way I'm not going to go to one of the most iconic fast forwards in amazing race history. So, but yeah, so that's, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. There is no place that you can't talk yourself into. Oh my God, this is like the greatest place in the world. I can't wait to go to this place. Um, but, but, uh, uh, I decided to follow up though this again, this is just a post a, a very very beautiful like data post on on Reddit. Beautifully organized, beautiful like, poster size, lots of colors, lots of balance. nice nicely done. However, it's just a, some some source I don't know of post, posting on Reddit. So of course you head immediately to the US State Department to, to their travel advisory sites to like what do they advise for every single country. And of course like North Korea it will say do not go, do not go. Not use caution. Not here's what do not go. You are not to go. And if you do go, even though we told you not to go, there is nothing we here's what will happen. Here is what almost certainly will happen to you, and we can do nothing about it. We can maybe get another country on our side to maybe sort of help, so that you won't like die in when you when you do die in prison. No one will know your name or what happened to you the best that we can might negotiate with you is that we will find out exactly what sort of BS reason they gave for how you died of totally natural causes. That's the best we can do for it. That's the very, very worst. Uh, so, okay. So what does they have to say about, about traveling to South Africa? Actually, not almost nothing. It's a, only a level two travel advisory. Uh, it's a scale from one to five, basically just used increased caution in cities after dark, which is pretty much any, any American city. Uh, so, I don't know. So belatedly, I think that whatever metrics that the, that data is the uh, subreddit for uh, data is beautiful use for that. I think it just underscores how hazardous it is to be a historically disenfranchised underclass, uh, socio economic underclass in a country. I think that they were using statistics of the entire population, not really factoring in the fact that a tourist who comes in who is not part of the class system, who is checking into a pretty nice hotel, who probably has a guide through even the roughest parts of the city is going to do okay someone who who's grown up there who has been held down there uh, f- and from their ancestors for generations is probably going to experience exactly everything that gave uh, gave uh, South Africa an f there. But still, I, I, but I stand by the basic premise. There is no place that you could not talk yourself into going to if you rely on Google search for <laughs> to, to find something really interesting to go to. Um, but okay, so let's get let's get on with the show. A uh, little, little teaser uh, this week. Uh, well, Google has made changes to the user interface of two of their oldest and most useful products, and they are simple changes and very positive changes. But. For the purposes of this show tease, I'm going to pretend like this is the end of the world and that Google wouldn't be making these kind of bonehead moves if Steve Jobs were still running the company, that that sort of stuff to get you interested and get you to, you know, listen past the break and see what we're talking about. Um, Also, I have only just learned, I'm talking about tonight, I have only just learned that Google has an online gift shop. And I'm way more excited about that than the pixel feature drop that landed this week. So we're just going to have to discuss that other thing next week when flow is back with us. So you have all that to look forward to back after this, everybody. Well, of course it is human nature to be averse to change unless we being chased by something that wants to kill us and eat us. In which case we would like that to be changed almost immediately. But when it comes to uh, the, 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 Okay, I'm going to sp- I'm going to speak personally here. There's a there's a uh, there's a uh, like a takeout place just around the corner for me that went from like hand forming their own hamburger patties uh, on the burger special uh, to I think they now they use like frozen preformed ones and now I I don't look forward to them quite as much. I'm I'm not averse to change, I just okay, uh, I'm just complaining here. Uh but yeah, there's uh, Google made a couple of this week a couple of sm- simple changes that I actually really like. Uh, but of course as soon as as soon as uh you find out that I, that google has made even a basic change that is very very noticeable to uh, uh, to a very very long standing uh, feature or product you know that there're going to be people who are just not going to have it and you have to you just have to say it'll be you'll be fine <laughs> the 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 button that used to have slightly rounder rounder corners of it now has slightly more square corners you're upset your, go get some waffles <laughs> treat yourself to a facial and a mani-pedi you'll be fine it's it's fine and this and so i'm i haven't actually started looking around for reaction to it but i'm kind of anticipating things but let's get to it so uh, google lens first of all repl- uh, has uh, uh taken the place of google translates camera mode on the android and ios apps again this isn't a huge change essentially all they're doing is uh, Google has adjusted the translate app to do the exact same thing, the, the same feature where you aim your camera at a language, a uh, sign, a book, something, language you don't understand, and be, before your very eyes, it shimmer, shimmers. And by the hoary host of Hogoth, you can now see it in a language you can actually read and understand. Whereas it used to be, hey, turn on the camera, and now it's going to be, hey, use Google Lens with the use of the exact same uh, Google Lens icon, that rainbow square ish uh, camera looking icon. Which, by the way, looks like an old timey, uh, like <laughs> old timey camera—the kind where uh, the photographer has spats and a big wax mustache, and they have to duck behind a, uh, a, a cloth, drop cloth over their head, and hold up a magnesium flash. I'm not sure how people can understand that that is actually a camera, but that is neither here nor there. So, uh, but it's a it's a great move uh, because it it uh, it makes the user more aware of lens, which is one of the absolute mvps of android's portfolio it is a signature advantage a signature feature one of the reasons why i love android over uh, over iphones and ios and it's for uh, for many years it's been kind of hidden away uh it's you kind of have to know it exists in order to use it as opposed to something like the google assistant where it's just there and you just and you simply use it because it's simply embedded everywhere um I, i really do think that it's a great move google sh- really should be consolidating lens across the whole experience to make people know that that is a signature of android uh, it, it again it's, it's one of the jewels in the android crown it's it's a universal like look at this thing in the real world and help me out with it feature and its applications are everywhere like i use it for things as simple as just activating the url and in an instagram post like you know that you're you're on the instagram app and oh look someone has and the caption to that image saying oh for details go to w WD- go, go to my go to my etsy shop here's the url for it and of course because instagram are a bunch of no good sputniks you can't simply select the text and open it because it just does nothing cuz otherwise wow, they want to keep you inside the instagram app don't you but i just simply swipe up activate google lens it highlights the text i click on it, it says please want to open this yes please do thank you very much lens and you do it something as simple as that and as complicating as like being in New York city and trying to figure out, is this the building I'm looking for? Or, uh, is does this building have an ATM or does that coffee shop going to close at five o'clock? I can either do a Google search or I can simply hold up the camera, t- tap the Google lens, uh, uh, the, uh, the Google lens icon. And it will explain to me what the business is when they're open, what's inside it, all that kind of stuff. Um, I wish, again, it should have more prominence. Uh, Amazon's Fire Phone, when is the last time you heard anybody discuss Amazon's Fire Phone? But Amazon's Fire Phone and certain Samsung phones from a few years ago had a really great idea. It had a physical button that activated on-device intelligence. And one was, uh, one is the, for Samsung, was the Bixby button for uh, Amazon Fire. It was more of a generalized, almost Google Lens button. It didn't connect you to Google Lens, of course, because it was running Fire OS, not Android. But the idea of, I don't know what this thing is, uh, I'm going to point my, I'm going to point the, uh, I'm, I'm going to press this button and this phone is going to help explain this thing to me, whether it's some, a sound, uh, something through the camera, uh, or just something I can explain to it. Uh, and I kind of risk there were a Google lens button, uh, like built into at least the, at least pixel phones. Again, your basic it's, it would help, uh, connect Google lens to a fundamental basic reflex, a basic instinct that, Ooh, I don't know if this, uh, I, I Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is like the hot version of this sauce or whether it's like the mild version. I know I will aim the camera at it and push the, push the lens button. And it will explain to me exactly like the whole rundown of what this is and whether it's super, super punitively like Catholic (laughs) confession. Here is your penance, my son hot, or whether it is just simply entertainingly spicy, so I'm glad to see that Google has stopped burying Lens was trying to really make it stick out that way. Um I mean we we really did used to have to sort of hunt around for Lens because it was sort of dangling around, it was like hidden inside lots of spots inside the Android experience and should be like I said more like a reflex action. Uh, so okay, so if you were okay with that little change, I'm sure you were. How about this? Google Search uh, the on on the on the desktop is they're bringing continuous scrolling to the desktop search results. So, uh, I mean, there's the old joke that the best place to hide a dead body is on page two of Google search results because you do the, you know, you do the search and just to, uh, just to reframe that you've on the bottom of the, of course, on the bottom of this, of the, uh, of the page, there is like one, two, three, four, five, six <laughs> under Google. And here's page one, page two, page three, page four, page five. Um, well, we're going to have to update that joke because uh, Google has started to roll out a change to the UI of desktop search results. <laughs> now. Uh, Instead of having to click through page after page after page of results, search is now going to present results as something more like a continuous scroll, kind of like what you would see in Twitter and Instagram and other social media apps. So you'll actually just scroll, 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 scroll through like six uh, six window pages of results before you have to click on a next button, uh, and this is—it uh, seems like a really uh, obvious and really, really good move because it lets you eyeball results faster. It's not—you're not getting the explicit. Oh, I'm gonna have to go to page two. Oh no, now I'm on page three. You're just zip. Because I—I really think that the, I'm—I'm uh, I'm sure you you agree with me. Like the first three or four or five search results, you can count on them being really, really gamed. So you don't necessarily they're probably not going to be irrelevant, but you know that they're not necessarily going to be better than whatever is on the first two pages of search results. So the idea of having like six different page downs, so to speak, uh, entering your consciousness as sort of being in the same category on the same platform, uh, on the same uh, level of the winner's podium, I think that's going to be a really, really good thing. And also maybe increase the prominence of those results that aren't necessarily in the, in the top three. Um, Apart from functional adaptations, I think it's also good because it's part of the ongoing uh, defrumpyization of Google. You know, turning it from like a two thousands sort of user interface. All the way into like a 2022 user interface, which is, I think, a lot more important than uh, people might think. Like Sundar Pichai and other uh, Google execs, they are, they often talk about how much competition they have from social media apps uh, for the attention and the faith and the hearts of, of younger users. So making this 25-year-old search engine look more modern, you know, like a new Twitter or TikTok competitor that's destined to crash and disappear in a cloud of scandal and recriminations in three months' time. Making it look like that, more modern, it's definitely going to help out. Um, But I'm also glad that, as much as I like the idea of of, uh, scrolling down, I'm glad that it's still cut up into pages. Like There is still, at some point, you have to sort of... And break out of the infinite scrolling trance and click on a button that explicitly says this is the end of this page of results. Click here to get to the next page of results. Um, science has been studying the, the infinite scroll effect for a long time. It really does uh, mess around with uh, our, our, our brain software uh, and our reward mechanisms. that Mechanisms and software that's been around for, for like a thousand years by now it's a really really powerful thing like research has shown that collections that aren't cut into discrete pages they produce a continuous dopamine hit like a continuous like boom 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 have another one have another one have another one have another one it, it, it hooks into the brain's capabilities for curiosity and prediction like we keep wondering what's just around the corner as we walk and then we get rewarded when we see what's around the corner and how it matches up with what we thought it was going to be we are you know hundred I don't know uh, I'm sure this is not a, a scientific term, but essentially we are wired up to keep walking continuously and be taking in new information as we go and to, uh, adjust our perception of what's coming up ahead. As we continue the walk, we don't go a little bit and then stop and then make camp go another little bit, then stop and make camp and have that heartbreak. Um, so I mean the 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 problem is that the brain it never gets closure with a true infinite scroll. Like infinite scroll it doesn't include those hard stops. So it's easy to get into that sort of a, sort of a trance state and just simply get into that hey look here's another hit of dopamine. Hey no, here's another hit of dopamine on and on and on and on. And I I have I have in this in this window I've got open right now with my show notes. I've got 15 open Reddit tabs to prove <laughs> the problem of the infinite scroll effect. Um, I opened up, I opened the show of course, by talking about that infographic for dangerous tourist destinations or the most deadliest tourist de- destinations, whatever. Uh, and I thought it was in the cool guides subreddit, not the, uh, not, not the, not the other one that I, that I, that I mentioned. So I wound up just scroll oh, let's go to r slash cool guides and scroll, 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 scroll. And before long I was, I was past the date where I knew that okay, I knew I had seen this like three or four days ago. It wasn't now. I'm in like last week's for the stuff, and it wasn't. It wasn't like I was powerless, but the the it was frictionless, you know it was the, the 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 inertia of my mental flow was i want to keep scrolling cuz oh wow that's a really good thing oh my god here's a like a, a here's a here's a guide on like how to uh, on uh, on complement here's a set sets of colors that work really really to get well together Oh, i want to bookmark that Oh, i want to bookmark this like and truly i mean explicitly telling myself look this is nuts i got to i got to get back to the show i'll i'll just give myself five more like scrolls And then it turns into 10 more scrolls. So yeah, it is a very, very, very powerful thing. I'm telling you, I don't know where I would be if I did not years and years and years ago uh, adopt the mindset that uh, my brain is a computer that I operate. (laughs) and that my consciousness my sense of self is separate from the rest of the software that i use to take in information make choices navigate through the world because i could i can see that okay this is a bug this is exploiting this this is this is something that the this is something that the code was programmed to do extremely well so it's gonna it's gonna keep wanting to do the same thing over and over again i have to learn how to disrupt that Uh, now but one thing i don't like about this uh about this 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 idea of uh uh, of having more, more like a, uh, more like a more scrolling, no, no more numbered pages. Um, it's not a big deal. It's not something that other people will be affected by. See, I had this idea just last week for a new regular series of special bonus content that Flo and I could create for members only, and it's a great idea. It's a general like sort of concept so that week after week after week we could do different versions of this, and I still want to do it because it is a great idea. But as originally conceived, this idea is predicated on there being that familiar strip of numbered pages of search results at the bottom of the Google search page. And that's not going to be there anymore. So I don't know. Um, maybe I might have to do like five or six months worth of these bonus episodes, like in four days before it rolls out and hits my own browser. I don't know. I mean, there there's, there's worse there's worse suffering out there. I'm, I'm not going to complain. That's fine. Uh, well, again, we have an online gift shop to browse through that Google has provided for us, and we're going to talk about that after this break. Well, I was going to say I'm embarrassed at how excited I am to talk about this. I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'm not... I. I don't think I'm justified in being proud of this, but I'm not going to be embarrassed by this. I was pretty excited that to learn by accident that Google actually has a merch store, like just like podcasts and like YouTube channels, they have a merch store where, hey, I want to get like a Christmas ugly sweater of whatever slogan came up in a show that got two that got two million views three months ago. Uh, I want a keychain that has like a cartoon version of the camera operator on it. Uh, well, Google. That, you know, they, they have access to those numbers too they understand exactly how much money that uh, that the hacksmith and other YouTube channels make off of that stuff they, they hey they want some of that sweet sweet ltt store.com cabbage as well they have a merchandise store it's it's at google merchandisestore.com and it has like all the stuff you'd expect to find from uh, a organization that has a big online presence or admittedly even just like the gift shop at the exit of a museum or something like they've got logo clothing and merch for just about everything in like the Google Alphabet lineup like if conceivably like you love Google Google Fiber so much that you want to cover your router with stickers they got you covered like 5 bucks it's like a sheet of Google Fiber stickers and logos with it um, now a lot of the stuff does seem to be of interest to employees like it would be like a company store sort of stuff like there are logo t-shirts for specifically for most of google's largest u.s campuses including sunnydale california new york boulder colorado cambridge massachusetts so uh and the holidays are holidays are in the next couple of weeks a lot of you are like going to be visiting friends and family particularly like parents grandparents aunts uncles so like if you dropped out of college, but your family think still thinks that you got your degree and you've been telling them that you're working for Google. This is where you can get the stuff that'll keep that deception going on. Uh, and doesn't have to go on forever, but getting like a polo shirt with like the, the Boulder campus, uh, Google company uh, uh, logo on it. Like this can keep the, keep the fallacy going like just long enough for your band for it really makes it big. Cause it's going to make, you know, it's going to make it big. That's why you dropped out when your band really, really hits it big. And then you can throw their expectations about like how you were to live, you're supposed to live your life. Like according to their own rules, throw it right back in their stupid bourgeois faces. Uh, on other notes, uh, it's, it was very surprising to me. You can't, one thing you can't get there are Android like soft vinyl droids. I I I have to I have to admit that those I have a small collection of those like from Google I O and other places the, the just soft vinyl like toys of the of, of the logo like Android Droid but you know here it's from like Google Canada so he's dressed as a Mountie it's uh it's like uh promo for like Red Sox fans so he's you know throwing a battery at somebody who they don't recognize on the field that sort of stuff. I, 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 that's something that will keep me coming back to Store dot com like every month if there were like specials, almost like Funkos, because that that that's something that, that Apple lacks. They don't they're, they 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 got class and they also have two, $2, $2 trillion dollars worth of va- market value, and they've got respect. Okay, fine, but they don't have like this cool like mascot for for the iPhone and I th- I and and Android does and I kind of I kind of every now and then I do have like nine dollars and ninety five cents for. Uh, for, for one of these soft toys but they but they got lots of other stuff they do have uh, uh, the chrome like the chrome Dino like when you know when they you have no uh, you have no connectivity and you get the chrome Dino game so you get the chrome Dino action playset where you get like plastic Dino and plastic cacti and little play field it's, it's not a game but I suppose you could like hop <laughs> you could motorize it if you wanted to it is more of like a desk ornament and I'm like <sighs> it's not even expensive. I can own one of that. And I think it's really, really cool. I probably, I probably will because I, I already, I already have like on a shelf. I have like a, in addition to the androids droids, I also have like a little, like sort of like the smiling Macintosh vinyl. And I have a little iPod. Like I, I think the dino, the, the dino needs to be part of that. Um, They also have uh, to my, to my great joy. They have a lot of Google bike merch on the Google campuses. They have, they, they actually contracted out a, a Danish manufacturer of a, a very like a, a, a Dutch of a, 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 one of those countries where bicycles are everywhere, like Amsterdam. Like Amsterdam. Uh, and, so, and and it's painted in like the Google colors. Actually, it's, like, it's iconic for people who know what it is. As soon as you see it once, you will associate it in your mind with Google. It's one of my favorite associations because it's very, very lo fi you know you you would have to recognize it in order to know what it is so it's kind of a shibboleth so if you've got like a polo shirt or a bag or a sticker of the Google bike uh on your on your laptop if you've got a, a, a Google bike hat or Google bike like water bottle only people who are kind of like down or like <laughs> hip for this very narrow nerdy definition of hip would recognize what you're talking about you're not necessarily flying the corporate logo colors but you are sort of again giving giving the giving the shibboleth that yes i am i do use android and yes i am willing to enter into that deal with Google where I trade my personal information for lots and lots of cool uh, free products and services. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the Google bike, it's kind of like the penny farthing bike uh, for the symbol of the village and the prisoner like that Patrick McGowan really, really great spy show from the 1960s. And it's a really good connection, too, because as fans of the show like me know, the village is a place where this huge, super powerful, but completely mysterious organization that controls and observes everything uh, basically pulls the strings of all of (laughs) <laughs> all of, all of humanity, uh, much to the, <laughs> to the lack of delight of the people who are having their strings pulled. So yeah, I, I, uh, as soon as I saw them on the store, I'm, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> now, now I kind of want to have, uh, that on, on the show uh, on the prisoner, they have like, everyone wears like a badge instead of a name badge, you have a number and it's say penny farthing with your number, like on the front of it. Now I want to have one of those penny farthing logos, like painted up like a Google bike. And I think I'm going to have to make that happen. Um, but yeah, you can get the, you can get the Google bike, all kinds of merchandise. The nicest one is like this 11 inch by seven inch high doll sized like replica. Uh, that's also not terribly expensive, like 30 or 40 bucks. It's not nothing, but it's not like, uh, it's, it's not so expensive that I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm not spending $80 on that. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, $40. There are times where I've bought stupider things for slightly less money than that. So uh, I bookmarked it, did not buy it, but I did, uh, I did bookmark it. Um, so yeah, that, that would probably be my favorite piece of merchandise uh, on the, on the store. Now the saddest, that was a really clear choice. Um, <laughs> they have a couple of like, uh, uh picture books, like a, uh, I don't know what they call it. The, 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 the beginning reader sort of books or the, the books that you hold in your, you hold your, your, your kid in your lap and you put the book in the kid's lap and you read the story to the kid. Uh, And so they have a pair of books, I think must be with the same content, called Daddy Works at Google or Mommy Works at Google. And I'm going to read you the product description from the actual website. I'm quoting here, a creative story meant to help Googlers returning from parental leave explain to their kids what Google and the bets, capitalized B, bets are, and why the work they do is so important. Yeah, that's (laughs) – (laughs) that's kind of creepy, you know, (laughs) because I mean, at least maybe it's just the ad copy, but they've they've created this picture of saying, yes, wasn't it wonderful that mommy and daddy could be with you all the time and be there every time you scrape your knee and make all make breakfast for you and give you your baths and take walks with you, but now it's time for basically me to sp- us to spend almost all of our working day at Google, but Hey, it's not because we love you less. It's because Google is more important. And this book, b- this book will explain you how it's, 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 it just feels like indoctrination. <laughs> so, uh, uh, they, I, I, I looked for uh, a scan of the whole thing. I couldn't find it. So, but, but there are a couple of pictures of like some of the two page spreads from here. Uh, some of these rhymes are not really that great. Uh, what is a Google? Is it a person, thing, or place? It's where moonshot ideas are born, like how to visit outer space. Yeah, that's that's not a rhyme. That doesn't rhyme. That doesn't scan. Stephen Sondheim would be all over this if it were a song lyric. Uh, you can do better, Google. You're not, you're not. You don't. You don't have two trillion dollars like Apple, but you are making self-driving cars. I think that you can have some resources to get the damn thing to rhyme. Um, This, this other two page spread uh, works a little bit better. It's where emails become Gmails, where cars learn how to drive. It's where dogs can never eat homework because docs are stored in drive. Yeah. See, I mean, it's not the most technical thing I've ever read, certainly, but it's just, I, I, that's the line that really did convince me that, no, this isn't, maybe they're not trying to indoctrinate the kids. They're trying to reassure the parents (laughs) that said that, yes, you're going to probably miss their first steps. Uh, You're probably going to miss their first words. They're probably going to they're probably going to uh, uh, call a nanny or uh, another like preschool uh, staffer, mommy or daddy. Before they call you, mommy or daddy, there will be times where they're crying because they think mommy and daddy are never coming home, and you're in some sort of a meeting because you're trying to figure out what the letter spacing should be uh, when Google Docs decides to uh, change a style sheet. But hey, it's because you're doing such important work, like Google Docs, stored in Drive, and okay. I mean and and before you ask I'm really sure that this wasn't a joke. I, I do have a small collection of books that, like, PR people, marketing companies, even Google, occasionally will send out a book like as a "ha Look, we're, we're 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 changing the uh, manufacturing process to from a seven nanometer to a four nanometer process, which we think will will keep down uh, work groups, work group server farms, uh, uh, cooling cooling and power problems. And they'll oh haha' ha. We'll, well oh look we had a this made it look like a little golden book, a children's book, the pokey little puppy like learning how fab chips are fabbed. like no no they i think i really think they're serious about this and okay um but you know they um i, I also couldn't help but think that uh there should be the, there should be another couple of books in there uh, uh like you know we got we've got uh daddy works at google we should also have uh daddy or mommy is a google temp or works for a google subcontractor Um, so, you know, it will explain why mommy or daddy has less job security and no access to benefits or resources that their coworkers get, you know, such as paid vacation time, even though mommy and daddy are doing the exact same work as other mommies and daddies are at Google are doing for the exact same projects. You know, cute drawings of like mommy entering her building through an unpaved path through like briars and brambles to a door at the back of the building with a sign that says riffraff only shoes required past this point that sort of things i see what i'm getting at here is that i don't think that google respects its temp and uh, contract workers even though they may they make up the, the majority of their workforce and i believe that a book series would humorously make That point, I don't really think they'll actually put that in the product line. Uh, But yeah, there, there, Actually, there is seriously a lot of really cool stuff here, Uh, and a lot of actually really nice apparel is like half off. I don't know if they're being discontinued or something, but there's a really big sales section. And there were a few things that I kind of had an earmark and saying that you know what, I wouldn't mind having that as uh, I wouldn't mind having that like as you know part of my t-shirt rotation or that's a you know what I kind of need another hoodie, something that's kind of lightweight for twenty three dollars maybe. like it, uh, and Of course, a, a store like this where it's nothing but like corporate <laughs> branded gear, and I'm not talking about like fashion designer corporate gear, which is not almost the same thing, but not quite. Um, and we, it is a, a, tr- a fraction of a trillion dollar corporation. Uh, it does inspire questions about why or anybody else would be interested in spending money to wear the logo of that <laughs> almost trillion dollar corporation that has the power to laugh at any national government's request for reasonable legislative restraints on their avarice. Uh, there is, there is something sort of cult-like about that. Um, eh, but come on, let's not, let's, let's, let's not be wet blankets. Like the, uh, the sarcastic answer for why I kind of want to have that Google bicycle, uh, <laughs> t-shirt or sweatshirt is because I do move in apple circles a lot. I, I kind of like the fact that I kind of cheese somebody off just because I happened to take a clean shirt from the top of the drawer when I got dressed that morning, but hey, we're humans, we're weird. Uh, We, we, we like having these little totems, these little, uh, of parts of our lives, not to advertise, Hey, look, we're I use Google. I, 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 I approve of them. I don't, I'm not ashamed of having their logo on me somewhere, but it kind of, if it makes you happy when you get dressed in the morning and boy, when it's 730 in the morning, I know that's that's late for most of you. But for me, it's like, oh, my God, why am I getting up at 730? Like, why am I getting dressed? Why am I leaving the house at like 745? If it gives you a little bit of joy to see a logo that you think is very, very nicely designed and it reminds you of this, these bicycles you see on the campus all the time that you really, really like, eh that smile is worth, you're going to spend 12 bucks on a t-shirt of some kind to put on that morning. Yeah. It may as well be something you like. You don't have to explain or defend why you like it. You're not a, you're not a dope. You're not a dupe. You're not a cult member just because it happens to be a corporate, a corporate logo of again, a company that doesn't treat us temp workers or it's subcontractors very, very well. And probably mishandles a lot. probably tries to grab more of our personal information that, that a reasonable person might consider, you know, okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for material this week. Florence Ion will be back next week, maybe with a tan. Uh, Probably not because uh, I, again, I'm not going to say where she's vacationing, but it is, it could be a place where the brochure would promise that the tourists will absolutely be able to maintain their, their unhealthy work from home pallor that they've been building up for the past three years. Uh, But she will probably have an inner tan, which is twice as good and doesn't lead to wrinkles or melanomas. Head on over to flow to see what she left her Gizmodo editors to publish while she was away. And for me, hit me at Anatko on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also watch and listen to my tech news roundups on Boston public radio, WGBH by first affixing a dial to your web browser and then turning said dial to wgbhnews.org or to the WGBH news channel on YouTube. I'm on most Fridays, uh, not every Friday, but most Fridays. So there's a big backlog for you to get through if you're, if you're bored. Um, As always, you can help support our show and everything on the relay.fm network by becoming a member, head on over to relay.fm slash material to sign up and gain access to special members, only episodes uh, that are produced by all of relays contributors, including us. Again, we are getting on that horse. We are tend to get that horse running uh, and thank all the people who are supporting us fire membership because uh, of course your time is the most valuable resource of all, because you can't, you're not going to, there's limits to how much of that you're, you're issued by the, by the cosmos and the, and, and and the cosmic muffin. Uh, whereas your money is also very, very nice. And we definitely appreciate uh, you guys, uh, who, uh, also support us that way. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening to us this time. We hope you'll be listening to us again next week until then everybody have a happy, safe and healthy seven days. Bye-bye.